Welcome to the Art of Communicating Data Show, where every episode we try to improve how you communicate data, whether it's through data visualizations, reports, or presentations. Every episode will share tips and tricks from data experts and will leave you with actionable recommendations to improve your data communication skills. The goal is to help you grow in your data career by getting your work and you recognized through effective communication. I'm your host, Hannah, a geographer turned data professional and an introvert who loves public speaking. Let's get started. Imagine having a step-by-step roadmap to show you what is involved with creating effective data presentations. My name is Hannah, and I'm the founder of Trending Analytics, and I help people visualize and present data effectively. I want to give you my data presentation roadmap today. It's a simple step-by-step guide to all elements of an effective data presentation. This roadmap will give you a clear direction on how to prepare for your next data presentation, and it's absolutely free. To get my free data presentation roadmap, just go here, trendinganalytics.com roadmap. That's trending-analytics.com roadmap, and I'll have it in your inbox in just a few seconds. Today, we are joined by Susie on the podcast, and I will hand it over to Susie actually to introduce yourself in your own words. Hi, everyone. My name is Susie Gatura. I'm a senior data analyst in the media and entertainment industry based in Kenya. My job is to make sense of raw data and come up with actionable insights that can help in decision making. Moreover, I'm a mom of two beautiful girls, which, to be honest, is another job on its own, but I love it. And I love reading and, you know, spending time with my friends and family. Thank you for joining us. I think this is the first time I actually have someone on the podcast from your particular industry. Yeah. So I'm really excited to have you on and get your perspective on things. And I remember when we were talking, when we met, you mentioned about having to present and communicate your work yeah. a lot. Could you tell us about a time you felt nervous or anxious about presenting or communicating your work? So honestly, I get anxious every time that I'm told I have to present my work. But I do remember just recently, my manager told me that I'll be presenting to the departmental dashboard that I just deployed. And the chief information and insights officer will be part of that meeting. So before she mentioned that the CIO would be part of that meeting, in my mind, I would have started I started drafting a sort of roadmap of how I would structure my presentation. But when she threw the curveball by mentioning the CIO's presence, that's when the nerves kicked in. I started overthinking the presentation instead of spending my time preparing for it. In a different scenario, if I was presenting to my teammates or people I generally interact with on a daily basis, I bet the anxiety will not have crippled me the way it did when I was told an executive would be present. And... That's why I wanted probably you'd enlighten me on why that happens. I understand that there's that pressure to impress and get their attention. But for someone like me who's currently working on managing the stress that comes with putting myself out there, I felt that it did more harm than good. That's really understandable. I actually also still get nervous when I present to certain types of audience members. And I think it might be because 
we realize there might be a lot more at stake versus if we're just presenting to colleagues or even our boss, you know, we get comfortable like talking and communicating to our bosses on a regular basis. But when it comes to upper management executives or another organization coming in, then I find it's pretty natural, normal to get anxious and, and nervous It's interesting, though, that you mentioned that if you hadn't been told who you were presenting to, you already had a plan, you already knew what you're going to do, you would have been less anxious, (laughs) right? At the same time, though, I was wondering, like, would it have been better if if someone in your situation, like if I was in your situation, if someone hadn't told me, if my boss hadn't told me who I'm presenting to, if I could have done a better job? But then I thought about our message does somewhat change depending on who we present to. So it's like, well, we have to know who it is. And even if it means we might be a little bit anxious or nervous. Yeah, exactly. Thank you for being honest with us about this. And that sounds like an amazing opportunity, first of all. And congrats that you were chosen to present is a testament of how you're valued at your work and how your boss sees you. So that's a really amazing opportunity that you were given. So congrats. Thank you. What was the biggest challenge you've had to overcome when communicating your work? And how did you overcome that? Yeah, you know, just like how you mentioned about how it's important to know who you're presenting to. So for me, I think that my biggest challenge was tweaking my presentation to fit the audience. Before, I would give the same presentation for all audiences until I came across an article that gave the core principles of data visualization and knowing your audience was at the top as the most important. What I needed to understand is when I communicate my purpose is not what I want to do. Instead, it is what I want my audience to do as a result of listening to what I said. So I started becoming more intentional on my presentations by first doing my research on who my audience will be. As I, real, as I realized, it helped me to make decisions about what information I should include and how I should arrange that information and what kind of supporting details will be necessary for the audience to understand what I'm presenting. So I'm still working on perfecting the craft that is data storytelling and some of your courses have been really helpful in this journey. I'm particularly fond of the Present Data with Confidence course. Not forgetting your podcast, which I love to listen to when I'm working out every morning. So I'm so happy <laughs> I came across your page. It was like the best timing. I remember DMing you on Instagram. And you've been so kind to always respond and help me out. And I'm really grateful for that. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that the courses have been helpful for you. And I'm especially impressed whenever any data professional actually realizes that they want to hone their communication and presentation skills because it's one that I feel like when I was, especially when I was starting out as a, as a new data professional, I focused specifically on very technical skills mm-hmm. and there's always a new tech or tool yeah. coming out. So it was really my early years as a data analyst, I was obsessed with collecting those and you know, now having worked in the data field for about eight years now, I noticed that myself and my other data professional colleagues, we haven't honed our presentation communication, our so-called soft skills as much, which is actually really important if you want to continue growing in your career. And, you know, as you mentioned, like you will get opportunities to present to, you know, your team, your bosses or other folks where there are high stakes. And so being able to present your work confidently is going to be important. I remember we were DMing each other before you took the course and you mentioned about being an introvert and also like how that affects your ability to present and communicate your work. Are you comfortable talking a little bit more about that and sharing how that part of you 
has either hindered or helped you with this? Yeah, sure, we can talk about it. I feel like I tend, I really don't like any attention coming my way and presentation is just that everyone is there they're looking at you they're listening to you and I just I really don't like that and I remember even in school or let's say in university I always used to avoid doing my presentations like if I if I have this course that I'm doing this subject in the final grade there's a presentation in between that will determine my final grade so what I used to do is I will try and ace all the cuts then I will avoid the presentation and also the final <laughs> exam, I'll make sure I ace it so that the the presentation that I didn't do doesn't really affect my grade. That's how I have cruised through school. That's how I have cruised through the first jobs that I had until now recently when I decided, like when it comes to my career goals, I want more. I want a leadership role and I cannot avoid presentations I cannot avoid communication and just decided to get out of my comfort zone and just do what I have to do so I recently also joined Toastmasters to help me with that yeah Mm. and I'm actually supposed to give my second speech next week which I'm also so nervous about and also you know I came across your page and you're an introvert who likes public speaking you're actually the first introvert that I've met who likes public speaking (laughs) That's so different, but I like it. I'm so glad. Yeah, I'm told that. And, you know, my first experience, though, as an introvert was similar to yours where I really didn't enjoy the attention. I know what you mean. Like, you feel like you're in the spotlight and... I'm the kind of person who likes to blend into the background. I don't like attention towards yeah. me. So being having to present in front of people was always very nerve-wracking mm-hmm. for me. And similar to you, like how you're joining Toastmasters to improve this skill, especially as an introvert, when I identified this weakness, I was in high school at that time, and I joined the theater club, mm-hmm. mock trial, a speech and debate. Mm-hmm. I really overwhelmed myself with trying to overcome this fear that I had, but now I enjoy mm-hmm. it. I, but at the same time, it's not that I don't get nervous or anxious before presentations because that still happens depending on the type of presentation. So it's something that I've come to accept, but I've learned these tools, these ways to actually cope with it and reduce my anxiety and nerves and be able to channel it in a way that at least comes off and appears like a very confident delivery of my message. So it still doesn't come as easy as I imagine other people who are natural and gifted public speakers, but it's it's just something I realized I don't want to change myself or make myself feel bad for being an introvert. Instead, I found a way to be good at it without compromising my identity. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. I agree with that. I also don't want to change myself, but I also don't want to use my mm-hmm. introvertedness as an excuse to not go for it, you know? Yeah, I can still be an introvert, but I can be also an efficient communicator when the needs arises. That's a good point. And for those who are listening, if you can identify with us, I recommend doing what Susie did and join a Toastmasters club that is in your area. It's a very popular club and it will help you practice and get comfortable with public speaking. So I highly recommend trying that out if that's something you want to hone as well. What is the best thing that has happened to you since you started to work on improving your data communication skills? And what did it feel like when that happened? The best thing is getting more opportunities to present my work. Like 
from the first time that I did that, my manager comes up and always tells me, do you want to present this again? Or do you want to present the next project that you're doing? And I've come to realize that the more I do it, the more confident I become. I'm not where I'd like to be, but I'm definitely not where I used to be. And at the end of the day, no one can showcase your work better than you can. And it's an amazing feeling seeing your work being used in decision making. I always say these non-technical skills like communication ensure that all the hard work and technical knowledge that goes into extracting insights from a data set actually result in action. And the opportunities that are coming my way from that are really helping me build my confidence. And that's something I'm really grateful for and also motivates me to keep doing it. I'm really happy that you're getting these opportunities and your team and your boss has realized how good you're at it and they want to continue presenting you with these opportunities. You also brought up a really good point. As you present more, you get better at it. And also, this is an assumption I had early Mm -hmm. on. I thought my job is to do my work analyze the Mm -hmm. data and people will be able to understand and read between the lines and understand the implications of my work or be able to understand the the intuitive next step on what to do and we sometimes forget that we also need to be able to communicate and present our work in order for people to even understand what we have done it's not that people will realize that you're doing important stuff all the time you can't just be sitting in your cubicle or your office and people will assume that you know, you're doing great work. You you also have to put in the work to communicate and be able to effectively do that. So that's a really good point you brought up. What's the biggest piece of advice you would give to other data professionals like you? Uh, All right. Gosh, I have so many. Can I say like three? (laughs) Yeah, go for it. Okay. Like the first one is, I tell them is communication is key in data. Like do it well and you will succeed in your career. Like be more clear, more easily understood, more creative, and you'll be head and shoulder above everyone you're competing with. Also, your audience should drive what you say and how you say it. So get to know your audience, talk to them, and your targeted communication to them will be more successful. The last one is human beings are programmed to respond to stories. Stories help us to pay attention and also to remember things. If you can use stories in your presentation, your audience is more likely to engage and to remember your points afterwards. And it is a good idea to start with a story, but there's a wider point too. You need your presentation to act like a story. Think about what story you're telling to your audience and create your presentation to tell it. Also remember the nerves will always be there, but when you practice, you get more confident It's not about getting rid of the butterflies. It's about teaching them to fly information. That is my favorite line, by the way. (laughs) I love that line. That's amazing. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing all this advice. I think I'm going to have to put this line that you just said like all over the promotion for this (laughs) podcast because that that is an excellent imagery and everyone can relate to having butterflies in their stomach, but using that to fly. Thank you so much, Susie, for all this valuable insights into your experience and journey as a data analyst and honing these skills, as well as sharing all this advice for other folks who are listening in, because I know that many listeners can relate to what you went through and also benefit from the advice you've shared with us today. So thank you so much again, Susie, for coming on the podcast today. Where can people connect with you? 
So I currently just tweaked my Instagram page recently because I want to talk more about analytics and create more awareness so people can connect with me there as I also try to figure out what I'm going to put out. Awesome. So it's S-U-Z-I-E underscore G-A-T-U-R-A. I will also be putting in the handles in the show notes so that you can find the link to her Instagram profile directly. I highly recommend connecting with her. I follow her on Instagram and I'm really excited for the content that you're going to be putting out. Thanks for listening to The Art of Communicating Data. Please subscribe so you never miss out on any brand new episodes. And give us some love by dropping a five-star rating and a written review as it helps other data practitioners find us. And please share with a friend and show them how to subscribe. Thanks for listening and here's to improving your data communication.